What is up everyone? This is Sarah G and it is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. So this is the new year. I hope everyone had a beautiful, wonderful holiday. I know that there could be ebbs and flows, you name it, and you know, all that stuff. What I will say is that this is going to be, you know, the last season for a little while at least. I am going to make it till 10 episodes and then we'll just kind of go from there. I know that I took a break without really announcing, but you know, this day and age, there are so many influencers out there that are luckily getting the opportunity to make a big overproduced podcast that even when people don't listen as much because they have got a bigger following, it's just harder for smaller creators like me to keep doing this and, you know, trying to give it my all and it's not going as well. And it's hard to, you know, I'm trying at least as a part of my resolution, whether that's something that really is a thing because most people give up resolutions within the first month. But what I'm trying to do is just, you know, stress less, find find little things that keep me preoccupied more, and just, you know, trying to keep going with this next step. Because here's the thing, opportunity doesn't always come knocking, you have to make it yourself, which is what I'm still kind of doing here. But also, it shouldn't make you, if you don't have joy, then don't do it. And I know that there's so many out-of-touch people that, you know, can do whatever, but just the amount of suppression lately with so many people doing podcasts, it's just really easy to get lost and get in the middle of it, as well as just, you know, not feeling that passion that maybe you once had. And, and that's okay. I see that. Ironically, with a lot of the influencers who need it for it being their cash cow, with them being able to live the life they want to. And you know what? I make zero money from this. You know, I've maybe tried some of the things that they've tried, but I don't have enough of a following. And you know what? I wasn't exactly getting into this to get, make money, but, you know, you thought over time. With this going into its second year, you thought maybe. But, you know, it is it's it is what it is, and that's okay. And I think, like, part of my going into 2024 is going to try to be not so hard on myself. You know, I'm going to hope, you know, to get to hopefully small like co-star roles that's like one of my goals for the year you know be less stressed find more things that bring me joy you know just that I know it's ambiguous what I just said but at least you know I'm not gonna do the huge everything all or nothing because that doesn't work either and the amount of times that I see influencers now I've just gotten such a clear picture on you know how much of the grind is so tiring and you know just how much things come out of it that you know maybe you don't want to you don't have privacy anymore and just there's so many layers to that that it's just like you know you go from wanting maybe some of that until you realize, no, you don't want that. And I know I've talked about that a little bit in the past, but I'm just going to kind of focus on some steps to get me to a place that I want to be because I feel like, you know, lots of things change. I've, you know, learned to move, nor, 
learned new and more information about certain people that maybe you know you used to be a fan of and when people say cancel culture is going to ruin everything no no it's not because in certain ways it's like trying to finally dismantle some of the misogynistic tendencies and misogyny in the world and i think that there's so many good groups doing that right now like the cis official bear pal like there is so many good creators out there calling out speaking out and i just want to applaud you again and thank you for doing all this and you know even if you used to support someone that's problematic it's okay i know that our society wants to come at knives and pitchforks but i'm gonna re-emphasize this yet again to anyone out there who might be in a similar ish feeling or position that when you learn more information it's always evolving so things aren't just black and white so yeah, as we move on from there, um, the strike is over. In my last podcast, I talked with the amazing Brendan Bradley. Go follow him if you haven't already. Again, he broke down a whole lot of things that I think everyone needs to hear. I also am just beyond grateful that I had the opportunity to talk to him. I think that we... um as a society are now trying to find the normalcy again where you know we were on strike for so long people are still gonna have opinions about that but all in all I think you know we're gonna find some even though the season's gonna be shorter at least there's seasons back I just you know I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen what's in store and I know people are gonna be like that's really redundant yeah um that's life, you know, for average people, normal people, whatever. And I know before anyone says, what is normal, actually? I don't know. Because here's the thing. Are any of us, actually? And the more time that I spend rereading, re-understanding um, the whole ADHD thing, the more I don't even know how normal any of us are. Because again, I'm watching Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the new series, and again, I could be at Camp Half-Blood so easily. And again, I'm not trying to say nothing like, but the truth is I could be in, I could be in all those, but no wonder I loved all those fantasy books and why I could read them easily, even with all my issues, like with being neurodivergent, with being dyslexic, you name it. Yes. Whereas, you know, it had to have like a real connectivity but it's just like certain things I started to realize like why I didn't like Harry Potter so much was because I felt like why is he after this weird strange extraordinary kid why are they after kids that are a little bit older than me you know there's just so many levels of that that I think like sometimes people take in and whatever and it makes you start thinking about all those kids who get thrills and like what's going to happen in the future again Keep following Alexis Nicolas because she keeps, you know, speaking out against the people. Again, you will know my opinions of some of the other people is not that great. I think Jason Nash should go away. I think David Dobrik, his stuff is not great. Again, all those things with the vlog squad or unfiltered, you name it, just, you know, People are asking, why do they still have a platform? I don't know. Half the time, though, I truly wouldn't have known these people if it wasn't for TikTok. And then me thinking that these people were different. And then it doesn't really work out. 
And now it's like the never ending cycle of seeing things and realizing like where you're standing because you think that these people are fine and then they're not and then a scandal comes out against them until you realize wait they've always been this way it's the little sorcery trickery whatever you want to call it and I think that you see that more especially with the people in the public eye like look they most definitely have been a victim a lot of the younger kids especially of the industry don't get me wrong and I know change is hard, but, you know, they preach going to uh, all these places to fix themselves. And I just, it, it never happens. And again, I think that obviously staying off social media, there's so much things that could go wrong. But I took a huge break from TikTok and that was the best thing I ever did. And I'm not even that big of a creator. I, you know, just needed a mental break. And I think that that's okay. But again, we live in a society where it's always hustling and super hard not to not to give it up. And I think, you know, just the whole culture of the U.S. especially is work, 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 work. But, you know, you're you lose that all. Not there is always layers like, you know, Shrek saying ogres have layers like onions have layers which I know is the weirdest thing for me to be quoting right now, but that's all I can think about. Also, please make sure that you wear masks because like between RSV, flu, and COVID, I just want to emphasize that again to people just because there's so many things going around and you don't know who's going to have a chronic illness, a, you know, you know, their own struggles aside from that. And just because the winter is a Petri dish, for all of these illnesses. So I just wanted to emphasize that yet again. I bought a new pair of N95. I know people are going to get all up like why'd she have to get, bring this up? But I just want to say a reminder to wash your hands, do all this stuff because you know what? There's very few things in life you can control. And that's just one thing that you can. So I'm going to talk about how I watched Young Sheldon like all over the series like during the little break and I have to say I love the whole thing I love Mima and Georgie especially with uh, Missy but I love just like the layers that it adds and just how you know Sheldon remembers things whatever and then now as an adult he takes it a step back looks at it for real with his like brother and his sister telling him how things probably happen and again, his eidetic memory is how he sees things happening. Again, how everyone has their own viewpoint versus other things. So it does a good job of like seeing all these perspectives while Sheldon is narrating. So I want to say for anyone who hasn't given it a chance yet, you should go. Especially because it's the last season coming up. And you know that... All of them are phenomenal young actors. I see them going very far in the future. I mean, I know I've raved about, you know, Frasier and some of those other shows, but this is not quite a sequel. It's a prequel, you know? Well, actually, it is a prequel. But I just think it's really cool to see the lens through. I'd love to even watch a, you know, spinoff of what happens after George Sr., you know, watching... <laughs> Missy get through her high school years and watching um, Georgie become a dad. And I know there's a lot of spoilers here. Uh, I really do not like, you know, 
the pastors, both of them after season five, but I'm really against Pastor Rob. I, if you know, you know, I don't really want to give away too much if you haven't seen it yet, because I think the first three, three seasons have a lot of that stability and family that we talk about. Well, just kind of the um, showing of what Sheldon might remember forward, less of the kid growing up and more of what happens season four through six is what he's feeling. Again, I don't really know. I love both shows. I think there's a lot, though, more complexity to young Sheldon than, you know, the original series had, but it all works out. I think, um, you know, if you're also someone, because things that I'm trying to make sure that I keep up with this year is my Spanish more. I'm going to listen to shows in Spanish. I'm going to just keep up with it more. It's a very easy show to follow along if you're someone who's just learning it in school, but want to take it to the next level when they hear other things. There are so many dubbable shows that you've probably seen enough of, and the subtitles are phenomenal. So I just wanted to leave that with you as, you know, we've talked about other shows. Also new shows that you definitely should be watching if you haven't watched yet, Night Court. Um, definitely go and check it out. It's hilarious. The old, like, or the original show is all on um, Amazon Freebie. Go and check it out. I think it's really funny. I like the reboot. Some of the OG characters reappear. I like the characters a little bit more in the reboot who were maybe problematic, didn't age the best. But just the comedic timing is impeccable. So I just wanted to say that as well, because we know that we come off of a strike, and I mentioned that a little earlier, but I just thought we needed to revisit that a little bit, because I think that there's a lot of shows that just came off of their first, like, big season, so you don't know how it's going to turn out, and I'm just going to say it. Go and check it out. I think it's really funny. I think that there's a lot of things that are, you know, just light humor that we all need right now. So yeah, go and check that out. I will say though, one of my favorite moments that has happened kind of ended the year, last year to early this year was the fact that Daniela Monet did her Chicago <laughs> dance in her gym. Now, yeah, she was also showing off her new business, but it was iconic. And the fact of the matter is that Victoria Justice, her sister, Tori Vega in the show, even reacted to it. Like, that just made my soul super happy. I know I give a lot of, like, a lot of guff to these um, rewatch podcasts and a specific company, but this was just like, this, this needed to happen, in my opinion, which I know exactly why it was happening, but I just, in the off chance that somebody from there comes across this, I just wanted to say, it just made my heart really happy, um, so yeah, I just, uh, wanted everyone to know if they haven't seen that clip yet, which I assume a lot of people have seen, uh, go and check it out now, because if you are an elder Gen Z, you definitely are, you definitely know that. You definitely know it. And again, not condoning the things that went down at Nick. So that was super weird. But Chicago was 
iconic. It, it just, it forever holds a special place in my heart, the song. So, yes. <laughs> and, yeah. So, this has been the episode of Gen Z Gab. Obviously, it is way shorter than usual, but I'm still coming off of the whole big holidays and, you know, recharging. And I'm prioritizing my mental health and my stability more this year. And if that comes at the price of how long a podcast is, then so be it. Sure, do I want to make them longer? Do I want to understand, you know, how to grow your platform? Yeah, but I'm also not going to spend so much money to grow my platform. I'm not going to buy bots to grow my platform, if you know what I'm saying. And yes, take a shot every time. Actually, don't. Like, let's not. It's it's for like 90% of the people. It's a dry January. So maybe we don't do that. Uh, yeah, so... You know, I have a lot of little projects that I'm hoping to do this year. And, you know, I have a lot of series that I started to create recently. If you have not checked out my Sarah Gallagher 21 page, I did a few, The Forgotten Intern, what it's like being an intern at Grace Sloan that, you know, doesn't get a lot of time. I actually piggybacked off of Ant Hill's one, and that was interesting. But yeah, it's just, you know, I've had a lot of fun just kind of figuring out my own beats, my drum, if you know that kind of, I guess it's going to the beat of your own drum is the real quote. But yeah, I'm just kind of figuring out everything and that's what this podcast is about. So again, just anyone who is listening to this, again, I am super grateful for you. Thanks for, you know, listening, watching, whatever it is. And we will see you soon.